All right, everybody. So we have something that is not our usual uh, here today on Cancel Me Baby. As you know, I have been very vocal about everything going on in the Middle East right now. And I had a friend of mine who is also in the media, but funny enough, we haven't met in person. But this person reached me in response to some of the things that I've been posting and saying, uh, wanting to come on here and talk about it. Now, I have no idea. We had no talks prior to this. I have no idea what this person wants to say, but that is what Talk To Me Taylor is all about. That's what we do here. So without further ado, hello, Nick Hamilton. We have Nick. He is a media personality. Uh, he is the founder of Nightcast Media. You may hear or have heard his voice on Sirius XM. So we are going to just cut to the chase. We have two people who are, like I said, in the media, both very vocal about things that they believe in. We have a young black man, a young white Jewish woman. So cutting to the chase, Nick, what's up? What did you want to talk about? Well, first thank and foremost, for reaching me. Oh, no, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. First and foremost, secondly, you were in my neck of the woods and you refused to see me. So I, ladies and gentlemen, I tried to make the personal introduction, wow. but Taylor was too busy for me. So maybe next time I have to get on the appointment book and we can make that introduction. In fair, he's like, that's all. That is all I wanted to discuss today. <laughs> Calling you out. Goodbye. <laughs> my drop. In fairness, I wasn't in LA proper. I was down in Orange County, but I'm making up for it because I'm sporting just for you, Nick, this very special Jufro, because I was not prepared to hop on and talk about this today. <laughs> so you're getting the hot mess. You're getting the whole experience, but we're both representing because I got a blue shirt. I got the Jufro and you have your black Yankees hat, which you were giving me a little insight on before hopping on here. So yeah, got to represent for the Negro Leagues, of, of course. But uh, no, I think first and foremost, you've always been the person that spoke your mind. You spoke whatever you felt, um, which is important. But also, too, as journalists, we also have a certain audience. We have certain information that we have to disseminate. And sometimes there's information that we get right. Sometimes there's information we don't get right, whether it's you know factually or even just based upon opinion. And so there was a, a couple of clips that I saw from your podcast uh, that you recently released about the things that are going on, unfortunately, uh, in Israel and the Gaza Strip and in Palestine, which, first of all, my condolences and, and thoughts out to those victims on both sides, whether they're from Israel or Palestine, because innocent people don't deserve to lose their life over some political beef. Um, I've never been in favor of that. And seeing some of those images was very, very heartbreaking uh, when you see innocent women and children uh, being annihilated uh, for simply no reason uh, that they had anything to do with directly. So first and foremost, allow me to say that. Uh, secondly, the one of the clips that you had released um, on one of the platforms, I can't remember because you, you, you be all over on all the platforms. So I don't want to uh, misinform people on that. But it was one of the platforms that when you said you were talking about the Holocaust and you were talking about the tragedy of the Holocaust, which is an absolute tragedy. Six, eight million uh, Jews slaughtered simply because they were uh, of the Jewish background is absolutely despicable. Um, so let me say that. Um, but you also said that we hadn't heard about the Holocaust and like and it happened 80 years ago. We don't hear about the Holocaust anymore. And that's why I disagree, because here's the thing. We hear about the Holocaust all the time in the sense of Folks that have survived it or have been descendants of survivors never let us forget about that. And they shouldn't. But the difference between trying to, to say that versus history about African slaves that, have, that were brought upon this country, the difference is the Holocaust is not trying to be omitted out of schools. African or Black history is starting to become obsolete out of school starting in Florida, which you know what Ron DeSantos is trying to do in Florida, which can ultimately have consequences across the board. Okay, well, okay, so first things first. So what I had said, if you guys haven't seen it, and it was a part of my last episode, which was a reaction to all of this, which was very fresh. 
And my point was that we should never be comparing tragedies. And when things like that, this happen, naturally we go to things in that are similar or comparable or in recent history and we'll get to this, but also, and I mentioned this as well in the clip, people talk about the, you know, reckoning and the outrage that happened around George Floyd when he was killed. So my point in that was that where is, it just feels so inconsistent and we'll get to this too. Like, why is that? Why is it so PC and the outright condemnation and statements and defunding and, you know, just across the board uh, when it say it was with something like a George Floyd, right? But with this, like, if anything, take like us, we're in the celebrity world. Like there were celebrities who were condemned for not posting black squares businesses that had suffered and were ridiculed um and and you know thrown stones at for not whereas with this now people are oddly it's like pulling teeth universities people are silent people like kylie jenner post something and they're actually condemned for posting it so told to take it down so the point i was making in that regard is that it feels like there's just such a massive inconsistency there and what we're seeing to your point and thank you for acknowledging that is outright egregious and something that is inhumane that we can't even wrap our heads around right so that should be condemned around the board like period and the fact that it's it's like not only swept under the rug but celebrated in some cases whereas in recent history we saw the other with another tragedy that was the point I was making it's like where is the outrage why the inconsistency and I want to deep in deep dive into why we think that is but your point about you know DeSantis and in schools and all of this I want to ask you about, well, first of all, I disagree with you that we're hearing about the Holocaust every all the time. Like, I feel like we never hear about it. But when it comes to schools, I don't want to conflate something like a critical race theory with like banning teaching slavery. So explain to me where you're coming from in that regard. Because I feel like well, those are two different things. Well, here's the thing. Holocaust, the Holocaust has always been mentioned. They never let us forget it. And again, like I said, I don't have a problem with that because that was a very tragic time in history. When you look at movies, when you look at various people, uh, anytime there's an unfortunate hate crime against the Jewish community, whether it's at a synagogue, where they were, especially here in Los Angeles, where they were actually violating synagogues um, and, and trying to damage synagogues at one point in time, the Holocaust was always brought up, right? But when you look at, so I don't know what you're watching. I don't know if you're paying attention to a few leftists. I don't know what it is, but mainly we they never let us forget about the Holocaust. But when it comes to talking about the transatlantic slave trade, when it comes to African people, that always wants to get thrown. Well, that was so long ago. Well, that was so, uh, you know, we're, we're in a quote, post-racial society, which is complete BS to me because we're never in a post-racial society when, a, when the concrete and the foundation of this nation was built upon racism, misogyny, and bigotry. Um, so that's completely asinine to me. But when I also, when I'm talking about critical race theory is a nice term to say, basically, let's talk about racism. See, Folks in, in positions of power that don't look like me, it's okay to talk about race, but there's a problem when it talks about racism, because now you got to go back and account for the things that have been done. And that's why they're trying to eradicate that from the school systems, because you don't want to be able to teach history about what this country was really founded on and what this country continues to be about. And the country that continues to be about it is racism, when especially when it comes to people of African of African descent, meaning black folks, uh, commonly known. So when you look at the overall what is going on, like I said, Florida is a testing ground. This could continue to spread across state by state across the country, and so this is something we have to definitely pay attention to. To be able to not be able to teach black history and to say that to have the audacity and the gall to sit up here and disseminate the information that oh the slaves. They just, they be, people benefited from slavery. What the hell did black folks benefit from slavery from? Please, please, because I, I have 
great grandmothers, great aunts, great uncles that had came that came from that era that were born in that era. Mm -hmm. We have people that could not even learn how to read. If you learn right. to read and the master found out you were either you were either killed or you, you your genitals were cut. OK, those were the circumstances. The thing about it is when you talk about six million Jewish people being killed and slaughtered in the Holocaust, like I said, I have no problem with talking about that because I think that's a conversation that continues to need to be had. But over 135 plus million Africans died in the slave trade alone. Do you know the percentages of African slaves that came to this country? Most people don't even realize it. Listen, I think that this, okay, so this is exactly the, what I was getting at. And it's funny because even what you say, you're like, yeah, 6 million killed, but this is exactly my point. And even the hate that I've been getting on social media, mm -hmm. which is th saying things like, you know, Jews now like saying horrific things like Jews are, you know, save your crocodile tears. And after seeing mm -hmm. this annihilation and butchery saying, you know, now Jews are, you know, crying victim or, mm. or being like, you know, slavery was worse. Like my whole point is why is it a comparison? Like this is worse or that was worse or the, or the, or the inhumanity or audacity to go, this didn't happen. That didn't happen. Like, that's not even my point. My point is why the inconsistency? Like well, why we, the lack of energy? Why again, like the teeth pulling for people to condemn one? Like that to me is the is the issue, you know? Well, I, like I said, you use the example of slavery, right? So I was using what I was using that as my example because you used you brought up the example of slavery, right? As far as African slavery into this country, and you use it. You also talked about the Holocaust, so that's my main reason for bringing that up. I think a lot of times when you look at, I think people have a hard time separating things especially in today's society. First and foremost, those terrorists that are happen to be from Palestine are not all Palestinian people. Of course. No different, no different and than I've when not that. right, but no different than but most people don't, but no different than what happened tragically during 9/11 and saying that oh Muslims are the ones that are terrorists. No, those right. terrorists happen to claim the Muslim faith, but any Muslim person will orthodox or non-orthodox will tell you that's not the Muslim faith, which it is not because I know quite a few Muslim people that practice that particular religion that are all about peace. They're all about love. They're all about right. embracing. Um, and just like the, the, the Israeli, the Israeli Jewish people that live in Israel, they're not the ones that are in positions of power. The other people that are in positions of power, that's the, that's the, that's the part I'm saying the divide. And that's the part that people have to understand. If you go back and look at history, and you look at the history of Palestine, and you look at that region especially, we all know they've, they've been Hatfields and McCoys, they've been feuding for centuries, right. right? Between, they've been feuding for centuries. But when you look at the landmass and you look at how it was divided, I believe back in the 60s, if I'm not mistaken, it was back in the 60s when they made that, that, that treaty to say, hey, this part is this, this part is that over here. The problem I have is the fact that it's unfortunate what transpired. It is unfortunate what happened. But when you talk about, nobody wants to talk about, and that's why I brought up the 135 plus million Africans that died in the slave trade, because nobody wants to talk about that. And, and if you're going to talk about tragedies, and if you're going to talk about tragedies in history, you have to talk about that as well. Not in comparison to, but as well. Because only approximately 10% of the slaves came to the United States. 88% went to Central, the islands, and South America. And I've been to those places. That's why I know. And in order for you to understand how this country is moving and how it's going, I think there needs to be having real conversations. Now, the one disagreement I have with you in particular is that you marginalize an individual that the mainstream media has always done. And whether I'm not saying that, that you did it purposely, but I'm saying you still did it in a sense, and I'm not casting aspersions on, you know, you did it purposely or not. I'm not, that's not what I'm here for. But when you talked about George Floyd and saying he's a career criminal, that devalues what happened to him, whether Listen, that was your intent. I said 
said or not. I said he was unjustly killed. And no, I, said, I understand that. But mainstream media has also said the same thing, trying to justify. But by the time that happens, it's too late because most people focus on the negative versus what transpired. It's no different Listen. than when. No, no, let me finish real quick. Okay. Let me finish. What I'm saying is no different than when we see a Ezel Ford or Tamir Rice or, or Eric Gardner who was outside, quote, illegally selling cigarettes. And yet that justifies the fact or in many people's eyes justifies the fact of why he was tortured and killed by police officers that shouldn't have been that shouldn't have happened. All I'm saying is we have to be very mindful on how we disseminate information because the way that you disseminate information can get clouded on what the real issue is as far as it pertains to why this person, that it was wrong for this person to kill. Granted, you did say he was wrong for him to be killed, yes. but he wasn't a career criminal. And, and oftentimes we skip over the why people do certain things. No different than Rich Paul. Rich Paul is the most influential brilliant business person that we've seen in in in, Amer in, in sports and in, in entertainment as far as agencies are concerned the way he built it from the ground up but if you go read his book the things he had to do to survive excuse me meaning doing illegal activity at times to survive people want to dwell on that versus the fact that hey man yeah it may have been wrong it may have been morally wrong but the survival tactic and we are people that have had to always survive in this country to try to make it to take those quote penitentiary chances in order to make it but nobody wants to discuss that everybody wants to dwell on the negative instead of looking at the positive but you got a junk bond king or somebody who can milk people out of millions of dollars and he's considered he or she's considered a freaking genius that doesn't look like me okay that's the problem i have that's a lot there's a few things here so first of all, I'm writing down notes as you're talking. Mm -hmm. no, that's so all first good. of all, you talk, and this is how rogue we went into this today. I, you know, normally I have my whole notes. I just have this sad <laughs> little piece of paper. Okay. Right. So when you talk about, again, this is why I hate comparison and tip for tad and, and, and us, this and you, this and all of that. Right. But I think something that people are overlooking here, like you talk about and and rightfully so. And I said this in my episode, right? That slavery is the most abhorrent thing that America has done. And to your point, I've acknowledged we will always, we're still paying that price and we will always have to reconcile and reckon with that. And I also acknowledge, like I said, just as somebody who isn't Jewish couldn't understand what, what it's like and how unfathomable and disgusting it is to watch what's happening, I, as a white woman, can't understand how it felt watching George Floyd, a black man, be murdered in broad daylight. Like, I can't even under, I could never begin to understand that, right, in the fury. But that being said, when you talk about, this is something that is completely overlooked in this whole dialogue. And the whole, and, and people, again, not only justifying the barbarian, the barbarianism and the, and the terror, but cheering it on because they like to paint Jews and Israel's and Israel as the oppressors, right? You talk about, you know, as black people, we've been oppressed. We always have to, you know, like this is just a long standing history. We're always going to have that. This is the part people are missing. It's like Jews have been, people have been trying to wipe Jews off of the planet since before the Holocaust and then the Holocaust happened. And it's been time and time again of the surrounding countries trying to annihilate, forget push Jews off the land. No, trying to exterminate them as a species, blow them off. When this all happened, it was the 50 year anniversary of the Yom Kippur war in which mm -hmm. again, Israel was invaded and bombarded and people trying to wipe them off and slaughter, wipe them out and slaughter them. So in all of this, I have been consistent in also saying that Israel isn't totally innocent. It's had blood on its hands and it's done bad things. But I think for people to, again, if they're, they're, we're trying to compare here two things that shouldn't be compared, but let's not overlook it's again. And I want to get into what has become like the hip sort of activism 
But in this case, right, when people solely cheer on Palestine as if Jews are the evil oppressors, well, how would you feel if everybody was trying to completely annihilate you? Again, a state the small, you know, uh, smaller than the size of New Jersey off the map so you don't exist, right? So there's a parallel there. And I think people don't recognize that because again, we're always hearing how, you know, Jews, I think there's an anti-Semitism that runs so fucking deep. I've seen it with comments that I've been getting with the fact that people, again, to speak up about this is pulling teeth. And with anything else, like even beyond Black Lives Matter or George Floyd, if it's trans lives, Asian lives, there is no hesitation. But what is it that with anti-Semitism, with Jews, it's somehow like the animalistic behavior, again, is not only justified, it is literally cheered on and relished in. It's disgusting. Secondly, hold on really quick, Nick. So your no, point, I want to go back to your point um, about, you know, Utah, and I agree with you, like I said, that we can't have the privilege of living in this country and be like, oh, well, the history of slavery doesn't affect me. Like you referenced the Ron DeSantis's and all this, right? But again, I would argue that something like, a, we, we always have to, it, just as with the Holocaust, with any tragedy, we have to acknowledge our history and look at it just like people should be looking at these photos of women being raped and mutilated and elderly and children. Um, being butchered like animals, um, we have to learn for our history and not be naive to that so it's not repeated, even if it's ugly or uncomfortable to look at. And you're right. Both sides are guilty of whitewashing this. You're 100% right. But I think that there's a difference between a critical race theory, which literally argues that something like algebra and math is like racist and, and has systemic racism versus the teachings of slavery and what's actually happened here. You see what I'm saying? Allow me to address those points, if you may. I don't mean to uh, interrupt. No, no. Saying. Number one, you talk about the annihilation of, of, of Jews and those people that don't have empathy or sympathy towards paying attention to how, how, how imperative that was. Imagine this. You talk about people that tried to annihilate Jews from however long ago, Correct. If I, if I understand you correctly, take this into account. Human suffering has happened no more than to African or black people. You have a whole country that, that had 300 years of free labor. Okay. 300. Enslaved people that did not want to be here colonized a continent from Europe. European, European countries have colonized a continent stolen artifacts from that continent to make it theirs, to erase history. Not only that, when you talk about Israel, there was a, I don't want to say, well, I guess you'd call it a war, in Sudan many, many years ago, where you had Ethiopian Jews who were there in Ethiopia that were sent to Israel. They were eventually sent because they were treated as out because of the color of their skin those who were in positions of power do you hear me you just froze but you're back now. okay i'm saying the ethiopian jews were sent back from israel because of the color of their skin not necessarily by the people but those in positions of power that kind of stuff is not something that should that get that should get overlooked but it does there's also a video of africans who actually lived in israel where there was a rally showing that they did not want Africans in their particular areas or neighborhoods. So how in the world can we ignore that and that type of inhumane behavior and racist behavior, because I'm going to call it what it is, but then at the same time, you want to completely dial in on what's going on in that particular country. And yes, we should have it because too wrong. Also, let us not mistake the fact of that when are we going to address the wrongs that have been committed by a lot of these countries, including this? Now, you talk about atonement. Black people in this country still haven't, haven't been atoned for when it comes to the United States government admitting their fault when, when it came to slavery. Joe Biden just said their particular war. 
we have yet to get reparations in this country as descendants of African slaves. So when is the atonement going to happen for black folks? That's the thing I'm saying. So it's not the same. It's not similar. It's not about a comparison. It's about reality and what history has continued to teach us and show us as it pertains to this country is the fact that they care about everybody else, but don't necessarily care about black folks or the descendants of African slaves. Because how can you justify giving billions of dollars, but when we ask for reparations, we don't get a dime or we don't have enough money in, in, in the till. So there's no comparison. This is just what history has taught us. And we can't gloss over that. You can't act like it doesn't happen. You can't act like, well, we're not, we're not here to compare. No, you're always comparing. But at the same time, you always have to, you, you can't not acknowledge history as it continues to float on in this country. That's the problem I have. That's the problem when I have people that say, oh, well, let's not forget this. Anytime you mention slavery, what does somebody say? Well, don't forget about this and don't forget about that. And nobody has a problem with that. But the moment somebody brings up the Holocaust or brings up the Japanese internment camps and we bring up slavery, oh, now it's an issue. Now it's a problem. Why, why, why are we talking about, why are we comparing? Oh, now it's something we're comparing. But when we talk about the African Holocaust, known as the transatlantic slave trade, everybody it's okay for everybody else to bring up their respective things. That's that's what I'm calling the hypocrisy of many people in this country. And again, I love this country. I was born here. My ancestors built this country. So there's not a disdain as such for the land. It's more like, hey, when are we going to start taking care of our own? That's the problem. So I this is where I'm glad that we're sitting down and having this conversation, <clears throat> right? Because people aren't having this conversation and people are really scared. And something that I wrote in my caption in the video that you're talking about is what is this is where I want to like civilly like get to eye to eye about this. Right. And I could understand where both of us are justified in feeling how we feel. But I think both of us capture again, what people feel and say behind closed doors and won't say out loud. So I'm glad that we're doing this. Something that I said is to the sentiment why you wanted to hop on here is the 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 fact that people are so afraid, to, Jewish people are so afraid to say what I've said out loud and is considered brave is really sad. And I want to get to like, why, again, like, why is that? So when, so it's interesting but it's also not something that I was expecting hearing you say like people, you know, we don't care. We haven't gotten our reparations because I have seen reparations prepared in states like California and what have you. But when you say things like people don't care, I feel like we, again, this is why, especially like white people are so always walking on eggshells because there has been such a reckoning and I understand why you know people are so afraid to utter something wrong or say mutter, you know say something wrong or be you know perceived as racist or this or that and that feels like this is why it's almost to the point with all of this tragedy that supersedes like Jews are still afraid to speak up like do you see what I'm getting at it's like it feels so I hear, when you I hear say what people you don't care and we don't talk about we don't talk about slavery, it's like there's been such a reckoning of you know systemic racism and educate yourselves and white supremacy and again businesses being dismantled and all of this upheaval in schools. Not saying all of it is right or wrong, but there's been such a cultural dialogue, is what I'm trying to say, right? An awakening, but to the point where people are so scared now, and further to the point where, in the face of this, Jews are afraid to say anything, and that to me is crazy. I don't think it's more afraid. I think it's more people that most people just don't care because you talk about, you, you mentioned a very key word in all of this. And I want I want your audience to understand this. You said preparing reparations in the state of California, obviously they've had talks and they've had discussions about this. The sad part about all of this is that we have to have committees in numerous reparations. Can you hear me? I'm sorry, you keep freezing. Okay, I'll repeat what I said. Okay. No, what I'm saying is you you talked about preparing reparations. The sad part about it is we got to have 9 million committees 
about the idea of reparations before it even gets to a serious nature of being able to delegate proper funds for those African descendants of slaves. And the fact that with no hesitation, we can send off $75 million here, we can, seven, we can send off $75 billion here, but we have to have 900 committees when it comes to dealing with black folks in reparations. That's the problem. And the problem also is everybody else has been compensated that comes to this country. Even Native Americans have been compensated to some degree in this country. Holocaust survivors, not Jewish people, but Holocaust survivors were compensated when they came to this country. People that were in the Japanese internment camps were also people from Vietnam that came here got a substantial, got a significant amount of money when they arrived in this country. Everybody else but Black people. And that's the problem that continues to get ignored. That is the problem that continues to get just a smidge amount of attention and then it goes away. Something else pops off. It's like the it's like the hottest, it's like trending topics. Oh, okay, this ain't trending no more. So we're gonna move on to something else that's trending that we feel is more important. That's the problem I think a lot of folks have. And I think this is what we talk about systemic racism, institutionalized racism, post-traumatic stress. This is why black men have the shortest lifespan. We have the highest hypertension rate. We have heart issues. We have diabetes. All of these things that go on from systemic racism, socially disadvantaged areas where we come from, we talk about survival because we are the main ones that have to survive. We have to survive police brutality. We have to survive our neighborhoods. We talk about food deserts in our communities. We talk about the lack of proper servicing in our communities. We could talk about a, a plethora of things and don't tell me, oh, well, you got you guys got billionaires. Yeah, we got billionaires, but guess what? How many billionaires that come from our community are there? And the fact that this country has been, is one of the most powerful countries in the world off the backs of getting 300 plus years of free labor. Yes. Listen, I'm not going to invalidate anything that you feel, anything that you just said. No, it's not about what I feel. This, these are facts. Right, like you can, you, you can, you can go check the facts. Don't, don't take my word for it. Go, go but do listen, the research, check the but, facts. But this is right. But this is what I'm saying is that when we have seen again, the, just one in current recent history, mm -hmm. something like George Floyd and the complete reckoning that that sparked. Right. Again, the immediate black squares, people resigning, you know, charities, people, you know, educating themselves, university professor, like this, this just moral, like globally, celebrities, high profile figures, all it was just this immediate condemnation, moral compass, all this universities, you know, condemning it immediate, right? So how do you explain this is like, you know, that was a lot of clout chasing, right? This is, this is the point I'm trying to get at with all of this. How do you explain when you see this atrocity? And this is the thing. I don't care if it's, I'm Jewish. Yes. So it's very personal and close to home for me. Right. I don't care if they're purple, orange, green, but again, in the face of all of that outrage and uproar. And when we're in the time of the social justice warriors, right. Which I want to get to. You, these same exact people are silent, they're slow. They say they're literally universities, Ivy League universities saying we can't comment at this time. How the fuck do you explain that? That's what I'm saying. It's it's humanity, it's humans, period. And it's inexplicable, period. And again, uh, at these universities, having people cheer on Hamas terrorists as glory to the martyrs. That's the difference. Like you had a one size fits all with one. And with this, where, why is it a justification? Why is it ever okay? Like it's humans period. And it's not okay. How do you explain it, that? It's not okay, but you can't group a few with the, with the masses. Here's the thing about it. If but you I'm go on college, a few. no, this, no, that's no. What I'm saying. with, with, you, with you, you one, it was like a, with one, no, 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 it no. was like a general. Reaction. But let's but, but let's this, be but let's be clear. Energy. But, 
But let's be clear, though, it was it was clout chasing for the most part because nobody gave a damn. And, and also, let's look at the time period. We were all at home, so we had no choice but to watch it. Finally, this has been going on since the since the 30s and the 40s when it comes to black folks getting beat on and getting killed and maimed by protect us. Uh, you hear me now? Freezing. Now uh, you're I actually. OK, now you're oh, what I want. What I want to say is the fact that. There's a few. But when it comes to, <laughs> sorry about that. It's okay. Um, no, what I want to say is when you when we were going through COVID in 2020, we were all forced to kind of sit down because everything was shut down. So you were more forced to pay attention to what we had been talking about for decades as Black folks. If you listen to hip hop, if you listen to anybody that was in the community, we've been getting assassinated by those who were sworn to protect us for decades. George Floyd was nothing new. It was new to people that finally paid attention. But if you were in the in the thick of it, or if you knew what was going on, George Floyd, unfortunately, was nothing new. Sandra Bland, Ezel Ford, Tamir Rice, Eric Gardner, uh, uh, Alton Sterling, any of these people that I've mentioned, and the, and the list goes on from all the way back to Rodney King being beat on tape by four guilty LAPD standard issue cops. Okay. The problem is a lot of people took it on as clout chasing because they didn't really give a damn about what was going on. It was just something you, they were scared that we were going to riot and tear things up. Let's be honest about that. They didn't give a damn. Most of them didn't give a damn about what transpired. They, they wanted to protect their investment. Forget it. I'll say it. All right. The few people that don't say anything about the tragedy that has happened in Israel and what that terrorist organization, how they've killed not only Jews, but they killed some Americans as well which is completely wrong. But there are quite a few on college campuses that are standing against it. But the media won't show you that because there can be other things behind the scenes as reasons to why they won't show that. But there are many on college campuses. There are many that if you talk to in the streets will tell you, man, that shit is messed up. Like, did you see that video? Did you see what they were doing to those kids? Did you see what those families have to go through. If you talk to a lot of people that don't make it on the news, you will see that there are more people that that have compassion. So to, 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 to just because a university doesn't collectively make a statement doesn't mean those who are attending that university don't feel a completely different way because but there are a board of I'm trustees, there so. are chancellors, there are presidents. If I understand It can that. feel like that, but, but the facts no, but are, that's I'm not accurate. Is, no, it just feels like such a double standard again, because why is it, this is where it feels like a double standard. Why is it with one, it's condemn it period. But with one, it's like, ah, some may, some may not. And this is what I want to ask you too, Nick. Mm -hmm. And this is what I mean about the inconsistency, right? We saw again, all of this civil rights beyond Black Lives Matter, like I said, all these other groups, right? And people like the, like the flip of a switch, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. But why is it with this, I've even seen black creators, like people who are so gung ho about civil rights. And you see this brutality and terrorism being documented and celebrated in front of our eyes on like anything that we have ever seen. And they are quiet now. Why do you, why do these people have nothing to say? For example, even LeBron James came out and condemned this and he okay. was get right. Good. And he, mm -hmm was given shit just like Kylie Jenner who posted a pro Israel sentiment and was was for was took it wasn't forced but took it down because of flack again how do you explain that how is that okay how can these I never how can these people see this mm -hmm. and if you're so upset about humans not being treated fairly or civilly or justly or equally how just how well i can also pose this question as well which people i've talked to because you know the barbershops and the hair salons gonna give it to you straight let's hear so it where, i'm so italian too i can the, handle it so where was the advocacy for black folks and, and and let me say this before i say that fuck black lives matter as an organization record label and as a crew I'm for the movement of Black Lives Matter, meaning my Black life matters. Of course. When other lives are held in higher esteem than mine. Okay? 
So let me be preferably clear when I say that because we and can separate the two. And I just want to piggyback, two. Nick, off of your comment. If you guys haven't seen some of the Black Lives Matter chapters like that in Chicago, literally posted a graphic of a, you know, a person on a paraglider like with the um, Hamas flew into an infiltrated Israel to mass murder people I saying, mean, I stand that, for Palestine. So basically see, you're saying, oh, well, too bad. The Jews actually deserve this. You asked for it, you deserve the, it, and oh, too, too bad. But here's so, the problem with that. First of all, that was in, that was very poor taste. Poor very taste? Insane. It's abhorrent. Let me, let, let me finish. Let me finish. Calm down. It's all right. We're going to get through it. What I'm saying is, is in very poor taste, is inhumane, and it's very, and I have a disdain for that because why are you showing videos of people being murdered? I don't care what they look like. It is inhumane. It is wrong. But also, too, I think the consensus by some, not all, is where was the advocacy from that demographic when? Black folks were getting murdered and killed in the streets because we didn't see that. Not as the masses. When, not saying nobody did. About? I'm saying period. I'm saying period. When we when the, the people I name I mentioned earlier, when they're getting killed by the police, when you had a, a a white Dallas police officer walk into an apartment and shoot this man in, in black man in cold blood, and you and try to use her authority. In, a, in, a, in an illegal way to kill this man. When you have Sandra Bland, when you have, I mean, I could go on. When you, I mean, there's still no justice for the young lady in, in Tennessee where they, they just blatantly murdered her. I No, I completely understand that. Where was the outrage? Where was the advocacy then? All I'm saying, I'm just raising a question. Where was the advocacy then? So I think internal, internally, it goes to saying, oh, okay, well, hell, y'all didn't advocate for us, so why should we advocate for y'all? I think that is the, the question. Is, is that what you're getting at? Like, is that I, really I'm what's saying going that, on? That's a que I think that could be a question that needs to be raised. I think that's a question that should be raised. I agree. I think that's a question that, that is getting overlooked by mass media members because they don't want to have that conversation. They don't want to have a, maybe not have a true conversation about that. Again, I got love for my Jewish brothers and sisters. I got love for my Palestinian brothers and sisters out there. Because again, as I said, when I first came on your program, I am appalled and I my heart went out seeing those children, those women, some of those men, whether their houses were and or destroyed or whether they, I saw a, a, there was a video of a dude holding his child his child had been dead, they said, for hours, but he did not want to let his child right. go. That type of imagery, you can't forget that. And how do you not have a humane heart to say, God damn it, what do we have to do to prevent something of this magnitude? And it goes above, as they say, above our pay grades, because again, it is not the people, it is those in positions of power that happen to call the shots. It ain't the people necessarily that's actually doing it. I'm not, and I'm not talking about the terrorist organization. I'm just talking about the residents, the people that live in those respective areas and neighborhoods. But I think that you hit at something, which is you didn't, because they're obviously right. And it's, it's been forever, like a, a neck and neck thing of blacks and Jews. And mm -hmm. you just really hit at something, which is, you know, you guys haven't, you know, stood up for us. So why should we stand up for you? And what, you know, you name these one-off things that again are all tragic and none of them are okay and all horrendous. You know, when I learned even about Eric Gardner and the story, all horrendous. But my point is, it's what you said. When you see something like this, that is just truly no words, that is unequivocal. That's, that's my point in all of this. It is unequivocal. And it feels like it is brushed under the rug or equated to things. Even seeing people like, well, you have, have you seen babies killed in Palestine? That's not okay, but it is not the same thing. Israelis warning, get out of here and casualties taken versus going in and purposefully brutalizing fucking toddlers and women and elderly. Like 
it is not the same. And so for people to equivocate, I find really unacceptable, period. That's what I don't it's, it's, you know, it's understand. Not, it's not the same, but then it is because, and, I, and let me say this, Brianna Taylor is a young lady that was murdered uh, in Kentucky. I'm sorry that I said Tennessee, but it was Kentucky. So let me, let me say that. Um, it is the same as it pertains to being murdered. Right. And being in no justice coming as a result of being murdered. Right. At the at the hands of those who have the power and the laws to protect them. It is the same because apparently. There are some, there's some protection behind this terrorist group. Because why haven't they been apprehended? Right. And eventually they're going to apprehend. We've seen it time and time again. We saw it at 9-11 when they came over here and did the, the, the horrible, destructive things that they did on this to this country. Those terrorists that were eventually apprehended and brought to justice, they were brought to justice. In this country, it's rare when a police officer or even a white man who feels like your music is too loud and has the authority to think that they can go and just shoot you and kill you, gets we get justice from that. What we get normally is okay let's they didn't get justice so we're going to buy them off what's the payout we're going to give them 30 million 20 million 40 million 50 million dollars as a wrongful death suit that doesn't bring back your loved one that doesn't give you justice in 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 in, in closure to losing your loved one at the hands of somebody who doesn't like you simply because of the color of your skin yes uh, listen in response to that video that you responded to and wanted to come in here to talk about. I had a former editor at a huge publication reach me and say, dive into the, like the outrage, understand, but dive into the nuance of what the fuck, why the fuck, and how the fuck mm -hmm. did this even happen? And I know we're running out of time. You have to go. But it seems like even in this whole conversation, again, it's like a tit for tat or yeah, but our side and yeah, but you side and yeah, but this and that, right? Or it's the same or it's not the same or all this. And again, like what I was arguing against, which is ever comparing or, you know, one is worse than the other, right? Because you simply can't. But I think acknowledging, you know, Victim Olympics are never, while I unequivocally and, and, and will always stand by what I've said at how even like, you know, I saw a post that was like shooting, bombing, like does not equate to going in and torturing, disfiguring, mutilating people. Right. But I don't think victim Olympics get us anywhere. And I think what but I it's not, but it's not a victim Olympics though. It's reality. And that's what, that's the problem. People want to nickname and sidestep the truth. And the problem is everybody wants this. Like I said, it's a comparison when you bring up something else, but it's yes. never a comparison. If we stayed on the subject matter, if we stayed on subject matter. Nobody thinks about a comparison, but the moment you bring out some history, the moment you bring out some truth of being tortured, for 300 plus years we could talk about the rapes the the molestations the the but the, i could the, but, but this is my point i could say the 300 same. plus years of slavery and how men the, the men were raped but we don't I, talk about that i could on no i understand that but i could say the exact same thing of the history of jewish people try, with people trying to groups trying to annihilate them from the beginning of time what i'm saying is I don't think it gets, uh, you know, it's like groups resent the other. Well, like you even said, you guys didn't have, your why should we have yours, right? No, I raised the question. I raised the question. Let's be that clear. Is the I question. raised the question. That, okay. is the, that is the question. And, and I'm glad that you brought that up. And it is that sort of resentment. And it's really sad. And what I was going to say was being consistent, like acknowledging across the board if something is not okay, it's not okay, period. Because if we're in this merry-go-round of, yeah, but my side, yeah, but your side, yeah, this, yeah, that, like, it's a moral compass and bad is bad, period. And in all of this, and I get what you're saying, but not acknowledging, and like I've said, in some cases, further celebrating how horrific this is, there's no, to me, explanation for that. But we acknowledge 
and there's justice. My the difference is there is justice being admitted. There will there will there has been justice and there will be justice. For black folks, there still is no justice or or acknowledgement of a wrongdoing. There's no acknowledgement. There's not even been so much as an apology for slavery and what that did to the psyche of black black foundational black Americans. There's been nothing. See, that's the that's the I difference. Think that's what's There's hard been for nothing. People, but I'm being and I know you have to go. I think that's what's mm -hmm. hard for people to wrap their heads around because it feels like it's been a complete cracking open of acknowledging, educating, apologizing, like I said, resigning, condemnation, everything name that you're one, saying. Name me one president that apologized for slavery. Name me one. I'm talking in our cultural. I'm no, not no, no. Hold on. I'm not a, I'm not a no, presidential no, no, no. political expert. My, no, 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 my no, no. I understand that. that. No, no, I understand that. And I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying name one minute, name one person in the position of power that is pot that has apologized for the damaging effects and the actual slavery taking place in this country. Not one is the answer. Zero. Not one individual on, on any scale of a position of leadership has never apologized for slavery and, and, and made steps to try to make amends. Not one. That's why I said earlier in my statement that everybody that has come to this country has been at least acknowledged or uh, when they've come to this country, except for one group of people that have, and that is, that is Black folks who are the African descendants of slaves. And until that happens, if that ever happens, it will always continue and we will always have reservations, not from the humanity side. I'm not talking about the humanity side. I'm talking about just the acknowledgement and the justice that should come along with that. And like I said, once, once you know, these tyrants, and I do mean tyrants, are brought to justice as they should in these, in this, and I'm talking about this, well, I forgot the name of the terrorist group, so I apologize. Um, that are over there torturing and killing these innocent people over there, once they are brought to justice, again, there's been pertains to slavery, when it pertains to those who have been victimized and continue to be victimized post-slavery, Jim Crow era, and, and, and beyond. So when that happens, let me know, because it has not been seen. It has not been dealt with. People can feel it was dealt with, but facts over feelings. It has not been dealt with in a way that everybody else has been dealt with economically. If you get us, like I said, I personally feel like we should have 50 years of tax exemption, just for starters. We should have 50 years of tax exemption. We should have economic uh, incentives to be able to start on that level, on that economic playing field. We were promised 40 acres and a mule, didn't get either one, not even a damn mule. I just want to figure out how to get closer and see eye to eye, because again, I'm thinking about it, right? And I'm being completely honest and I'm being transparent and I'm saying stuff people will say behind closed doors. People will look mm -hmm. around and go, we don't have slaves yet. I'm, I'm seeing another version of the Holocaust right now as we speak. And again, there's a justification or it's less than or swept under the rug. Like, how do we get closer in eye to eye? You get closer by acknowledging the truth. You get closer by not, it's not about not having slavery currently. We're still, in, we're still, it's called redlining. We still have where black folks get lower appraisal values in residence residential and homeowners than white ones than anybody else for that matter even a latino community can get a higher interest rate excuse me a lower interest rate but a higher appraisal value than black families i know that all too well i know black families that have gotten their appraisal value lowered as a result you hear companies all the time being accused of that and being found guilty of that whether it be wells fargo whether it be any of one of these these financial institutions they still do it that is a form of slavery. Being able to not be able to, to have to driving while black, being able to being harassed simply because of the color of your skin, being the fact that I'm a black man in this country and I'm deemed as a threat, not because I'm a criminal act, not 
not because I haven't paid my taxes on time, not because I've gone out and tried to, to swindle people out of their hard-earned money, simply because of the color of my skin. When I go into these media rooms, I get looked at when I'm one of the few of not only black person in these media rooms, where there's nothing full of white people. When you go to the NHL, I just came from an NHL game the other day. I was one of the only, I was one of the few black folks, and they few of them didn't even want to talk to me. Okay. That's the sickness that continues to permeate throughout the body of America, which is called racism and superiority. That is the psychological effect that it has had on black folks for centuries and I continues to have that. Like so in said, order to have, you talk about truth, you talk about getting eye to eye, make sure most people need to understand the truth and willing to accept the truth, not what they feel, not what they think it is, but the actual factual truth. Once you can accept the factual truth, which is going to have to peel back some layers, which may make some folks feel uncomfortable, then we can start to move towards having eye to eye. Okay, but lastly, I know you have to go. And I don't mean to do the like, okay, but thing. No, 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 it's cool. But, I get you. No. It's all good. For those that may be listening, it's all, she's not trying to rush me, y'all. We we yeah. set up a particular time. So the audience, I want the audience to not be, you know, so she's trying to rush the black guy off. No, she's Come not on. trying to do that. She's not trying to do that. She's, I'm going to let you finish, I, but no. But, right. Uh, <laughs> but all of that is are things that I've acknowledged, right? A hundred percent. And to that, again, I would say where it's these things of, Again, the yeah, but, or the justifying, or look at this over here. I would urge people to think. Again, I'll never know how it feels being you. I'd be scared, but I'm scared as it is when the cop's behind me. I'd be scared for you driving in a car with a cop near me, seeing George Floyd killed in broad daylight. I can't even imagine. But this is why it's like, I would urge people, how do you think Jews feel watching the Holocaust 2.0 going on right now? And again, universities who have had people resigned and fired and publicly ridiculed over microaggressions and words like fat, like that's worth condemning. But again, unable to speak about this or justify it or these kids throw, again, cheering it on as if this is any again relishing in it enjoying it as if this is any what a, any way dignified like explain Look, that or think here, about here's, that here's what i okay Not and i hear what I you're saying you to no, 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 i know you, I know, yeah, yeah that's that's a lot um <laughs> but really i will i will say this um listen i've always been raised that there's good and bad in every race right no matter what your race is no matter what your gender what your sexual orientation and that's how i treat people personally if you cool with me i'm cool with you um but there's certain words that i cannot say because they could offend and when a white person tells a black person don't be falling to the victim olympics or anything of that nature that is very offensive when you highlight someone's negative past at a time where we should be focused on the injustices that have transpired, meaning murdered, illegal search and seizure, maimed, um, you know, violated in some way, that takes the place of, it's like saying, you know what, Taylor, I like your hair, but now when I say but, that just eradicated everything that I just said. Yes. So when, so people have to understand when you say those things, but I can understand the but just eradicated everything you just told me. That goes so all now around. We don't we don't believe around. we don't believe you. You need more people. So now when you talk about yeah, it's it's wrong. And I'm sure Palestinian people feel bad over there that have nothing to do <laughs> with what's transpiring with those. So let's not negate that. Also, like I felt bad because it's just the humanity in me to do with me feeling superior or inferior or what have you. Wrong is wrong. Right is right for me. But I can also understand those who may be hesitant to speak on something. And then sometimes you, everybody don't need to speak on shit. Sometimes it's OK to have a tall glass and shut the hell up. 
it's okay. Some, you know, and I would prefer people, certain people, not to say a damn thing because they, they're going to say the wrong thing or be completely misinformed and say something that's going to be far worse than them just keeping their damn mouth shut and letting those who have knowledge of the situation speak on it. So I would, some, so for some people, I'd rather you not say a damn word and just, just hush up and let those who are familiar and educated on the situation, let those people speak on it. Well, listen, I will end it yep. with this. I do feel like when you say not everyone has to speak up and this and that with so much of this, I feel like there's so much of a double standard that we see in our culture when it comes to things we speak up about and not, but I will just mm -hmm. end it on this. What you said, this is what this all boils down to. And this is where I'm so sickened by our culture and our young people. It is evil versus humanity, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. evil versus humanity and being again so quick to condemn other things and hesitant or even even worse celebrate it mm -hmm. there's no excusing that for you so um you know i'm glad that you reached out i do think though that there's there's a lot there there's a lot under the surface and there's a lot to be continued in real life with people and again like where the um aggressions come from because they obviously run really deep you know and and the point oh. and what you said bad is bad wrong is wrong period yeah and that's, that's why i want to reach out to you because i wasn't going to even though there was some historical inaccuracies i wasn't going to i wasn't going to say that on a freaking social media post because i felt like it could get misinterpreted i didn't want to feel like i was attacking you or come across as it as that that way and so verbal or, you know, in face conversation. And that way we can, you know, come to an understanding as far as understanding where each other, uh, each other's points of view yeah. are. Um, just to eradicate any kind of confusion or, or yeah. uh, like I said, for, you know, perpetu perpetuate the continued yeah. misinformation. No, listen, it starts here. It's not always like cheery and fun. Like I said, I had no idea what this was going to be hopping on here, but I think this is the, this is the stuff that again is, as you know, talked about behind closed doors in your case, you know, <laughs> throughout the uh, barbershop reference and uh, it, it needs to be talked about because what's the alternative. Groups right. I mean, I, at I, it, at each, like, it's just when in the end, again, it's all bad. <laughs> like it's bad period and recognizing it across the board period. I'm going to tell you three books I think you should you should study and read, and I'll suggest this to your audience as well. There's three books. There's one book called They Came Before Columbus by Dr. Ivan Van Sertema. There's another book um, called Message to the Millennial, um, and it's by Brother Riza Islam. And then there's a third book um, called the, I think it's called The Quantified quadrant or something to that day. it's by robert kawasaki and it breaks down economics the other two books are hist historical books that break down the civilization um, of this country what continues to go on in this country um, as it pertains to black and people of color so i think those three books are very very important and vital to helping understand the landscape helping to understand and then have sensible quality dialogue as it pertains to what really goes on in this country, what happens to the people in this country. And then also that way you could take a look at what goes on abroad as well, because I think you, we have to understand um, what goes on because the thing about it is um, this, ha unfortunately this happens all over the world. And I think a lot of times what happens here doesn't get magnified as much as what happens across the seas. And I think that also rubs people the wrong way sometimes too. And I also think it's like a factor of, you know, everything, everybody tiptoes, like even kind of what was addressed today, Nick, to be real, like a sense from black people being like, oh, everyone's tiptoeing around the Jews and Jews feeling vice versa, right? Like afraid to speak up, everybody's tiptoeing around black people. And it's like, again, how to move closer to resolve that because that's, that's a, that's a truth and that's not okay. Right. 
Oh, well, yeah. I mean, love and truth and understanding have to be in in great ingrained into the conversation and in understanding. I was talking to a couple of Jewish friends of mine, and we were just talking about just like, yo, man, how do we look at each other, right? Like, just simply, like, how do we look at each other? Like, we know. We, I don't believe in all. The, you know exactly what people look like. Um, you know exactly. Yeah, I don't believe in this colorblind bullshit. Like, unless you're Vinny Testaverde, like, you know exactly what people look like. So, yeah. but it's how you treat people, regardless of what their background, their race, their economic status, it's how you treat people. And I think we have to start treating each other and understanding the value within ourselves. And therefore, you understand the value in the next person. And if you understand the value in the next person, you may be hesitant to try to damage them or destroy them in some way, shape or form. That's all I'll leave it at that. Well, listen, I got to go. I got to, as you said, I got to rush the black man off the stage. Kanye <laughs> moment, Taylor Swift. Um, see, we'll it's that kind of talk. See, see y'all. This is what, no, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, exactly. Also, Taylor Swift actually wishes in this lifetime. She actually wishes. Don't conflate all the white Taylors. Okay. Don't even, don't even get to <laughs> Um, Nick, thank you for doing this and reaching out and having the conversation. I know I kept you over and we will take the rest offline. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Ditto. As well. Ditto. We'll talk soon. Thank you.